staying with us tonight. The brand new book came out yesterday. The author of Above the Law, the inside story of how the Justice Department tried to subvert President Trump, former acting U.S. Attorney General, Mr. Matt Whitaker. Matt, thank you so much for giving us so much of your time. Our audience is obviously very much interested in this conversation, excited to check out your new book. I've got a question for you that you touched on in your book, but I, I've asked this many times to different people and still haven't really gotten a clear answer. As you know, Jim Comey testified uh, under oath that, hey, if I you know, leak this memo, it's going to initiate a special counsel. How did Jim Comey know that if he leaked a memo that it would initiate a special counsel? Well, I've, you know, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, what my understanding of actually how that went is uh, that Annie McCabe, who was um, the, after Jim Comey's firing, the acting director of the FBI, uh, determined kind of on his own, but also with those uh, New York Times or Washington Post articles from the leaked memos, um, you know, determined that, you know, that was predication for uh, putting President Trump into the special counsel's investigation. I guess and with the president, with the president in the special counsel's investigation, the, by operation of the rules of the Department of Justice, uh, you know, that uh, ultimately had the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein decide that the, the qualifications for a special counsel were triggered. Um, but, I don't know. I think Jim, that's probably Jim also is his personality is such that he has a overinflated sense of self. Right. And so he probably believes that he caused all that. But I think ultimately is probably he and Andy McCabe had already talked about this. And it was a uh, the bat signal for Andy McCabe to 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 do kind of the, the plan. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, they talked about Russian collusion. I'm wondering if you believe that there was special counsel collusion, if you will, meaning that. I mean, it's no mistake it was Bob Mueller. You talk about it in the book, there was an article where they called them brothers in arms, Bob Mueller and Jim Comey. Yeah. Was there something done beforehand, like you just said, in sort of a bat signal, like, okay, guys, when I do this, you know it's time? Because Bob was in for, for the FBI job just a day or two before, right? Yeah, Bob Mueller had interviewed with the President of the United States, along with several others, to be the next FBI director. And okay. uh, that's, that's something I'll never understand. It was very clear uh, from people I talked to uh, in the administration that, Mueller was being considered, and that's a question that I guess the Deputy Attorney General who was involved in that process never actually uh, answered. But I know that yeah. from my discussions with others that Bob Mueller was certainly uh, wanted to be the, the return as the FBI director. Let me ask you this. President Trump talks a lot about the DNC server. I think one of the most shocking things, in my opinion, about this whole situation is that we were led to believe it was a hack to the DNC server that initiated this whole Russia, Russia, Russia conversation that we had to listen to forever. Why didn't you, the FBI, or Special Counsel Bob Mueller ever get your physical hands on the server to do your own forensics? Yeah, so what happens um, with hard drives, with servers, is typically, and this is, you know, probably beyond my computer skills, I'd have to ask my uh, my oldest son to handle these issues, but you can mirror hard drives, you can mirror servers, and you can look at the, the logs and all of that, and so you don't need physical possession. However, you also need public perception that you are conducting a thorough investigation. And I think in this case, while you probably don't need the physical server, if you have a mirror of the server's uh, computer, it would be good 
for a thorough and a and a publicly supported investigation to actually have the physical servers. This is something that has gotten a lot of media attention. I want to give you a chance to react to it. The CrowdStrike CEO Sean Henry testified. This recently came out in Schiff's transcripts that you know were just released. He says we did not. This is him saying this, Mr. Whitaker. We did not have concrete evidence that data was exfiltrated from the DNC, but we had indicators. So he's saying, look, we, we didn't know for certain that Russia hacked the DNC servers. What say you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, I think this is one of those things that um, the narrative, the public narrative, the media narrative, and their, you know, their sources have convinced us that something happened. That is that the Russians hacked the DNC servers and then ultimately that was that information was purloined and put on WikiLeaks, and you know that again that that's just burned into I think most Americans' conscience that are paying attention. But that may not be the case, and and again there the evidence which is what you need to prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt just isn't there and really never has been. You know we had a former U.S. District Attorney of North Dakota on recent I guess it was back in 2018, and we were talking about I said hey how do you know. Uh, that it was these 13 Russians that hacked the DNC server. And he went on to say, look, if Bob Mueller indicted these people and he didn't have the, the, the goods, he could go to jail. And now you see that obviously the DOJ has dismissed these indictments against these Russians. I mean, and even the person I wrote your forward, Representative Denia, Devin Nunez, says there's now criminal referrals for people in the Mueller investigation. What can you tell us about that? What do you see happening? Yeah, what I see happening is I always, you know, when I was chief of staff, uh, to General Sessions, he and I were called into a meeting with uh, the Deputy Attorney General and the Principal Deputy Attorney Generals. Uh, and we were told that in 20 minutes, they were going to have a press conference and say that, you know, these people were being charged with crimes. Because remember, we were recused because of General Sessions' recusal. And, you know, I, I it came off with great fanfare, and as everything did with the special counsel investigation. And it just, uh, you know, based on everything I had read and knew about that case, and then once I was read into the case, I, I it, it just never seemed to be, it, it seemed to be a, a you know, I, I don't, it, it was a publicity stunt, ultimately, you know, these folks were never going to be able to defend themselves in U.S. District Court, and so, and we were never going to extradite them from Russia. What happened was the company, though, hired representative counsel to defend themselves in the district court. And that's where the, the case started to fall apart. That was done before I was supervising the special counsel's investigation hey, in, Matt, uh, in late 2018, early 19. Sorry to cut you off, sir, because of TV time, I've got about two minutes left. And I'd like you to answer uh, oh. two things for us in that time frame. One, obviously, talk about why people need to go out and get your book ASAP. And two, if President Trump were to call you today and say, hey, Matt, you know, uh, A.G. Barr said the other day we, we saw two different standards of justice uh, happen against President Trump. What, what would you tell him, Mr. President, here's what we need to do to restore the Department of Justice and make Lady Justice blind again? Yeah, well, first of all, you know, my book, Above the Law, I think is uh, both a uh, hopeful book. It talks about sort of the need for ordinary people like myself and, and others from middle America and, and ordinary walks of life and with, with common sense and uh, to go to Washington, D.C. and serve their country and that it's worth it and our country needs needs you. But it also tells, I think, a historically accurate uh, uh, recitation of how this happened and how we need to make sure it never happens to another president or a, another American citizen like it has General Flynn and Carter Page. Now, that being said, is you know, I, I have uh, 
the utmost confidence in Bill Barr and a lot of respect for President Trump as well, having served in his cabinet. And so, you know, any anything I could do to help them and I would assure President Trump any advice and counsel I would give him would be in the strictest confidence. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Whitaker, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for your service. And uh, we'd love to have you back. Okay, sir. Yeah, let's do it. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's bring his graphic up one more time, guys. We can uh, let our audience know it's called Above the Law, the subtitle, the inside story of how the Justice Department tried to subvert President Trump. You can get it on Amazon now. So please go pick it up. It is a fascinating, fascinating read. All right, stay with us. We'll be wrapping things up right after this. Please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.